What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going out with this one. I'm going out with this one. If I had time, I'd get up and bust a move. I'm that preacher. Quit it. Rub on these seat. Until the next time, keep praising the name of the Lord. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Sunday. I'm Brian Weber. It's week two of the NFL preseason with two matchups. Today, 8 Eastern, the Vikings take on the Seahawks. First game is at 4 Eastern. The Saints face the Chargers. At the age of 37, Philip Rivers says he's inspired by Drew Brees and Tom Brady, but isn't sure if he should be described as ageless. I feel great mentally. Maybe he's talking about that. But no, I do. I feel good physically, too. But, um, you know, I think some of it, too, is, you know, I don't know. I mean, Drew and, and, and Tom and all those guys that are up there as far as age in this game, I think being around all these young guys all the time uh, helps. It helps you, you know. I mean, they keep you, you they keep you energized you. and excited and fired up, and uh, so it's been fun. Sad news in football. Former Bears and Bengals running back Cedric Benson has passed away at the age of 36. According to reports, Benson was involved in a motorcycle accident last night. Baseball, six games about to get underway. Yankees try to complete a sweep of the Indians after posting their second consecutive one-run victory over Cleveland yesterday. Kleber Torres was the difference maker. Swung on there, goes the deep run. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. His second horror of the game. It is Glaber Day. And like a good Glaber, Torres is there. He homers to deep left. And the Yankees take a 6-4 lead. John Sterling with the melodic call on the Yankees radio network. Golf final round of the BMW Championship at Medina in Illinois. Full coverage on Golf Channel and NBC. Justin Thomas, a six-shot lead at 21 under. Tiger Woods, eight under for the tournament. One under today, tied for 30th, needing to finish in the top six to qualify for next week's Tour Championship on NBC. The track Tiger at Medina. Download the NBC Sports Scores app. This is NBC Sports Radio. Jazz and wine lovers in the Inland Empire, get ready. August 31st to September 1st, Labor Day weekend. It's the second annual Inland Empire Jazz and Wine Experience. Two days, vendors, wine, delicious food, comedy, a kid zone, business seminars, and your favorite jazz performers. Live on two stages at the beautiful Arrowhead Country Club in one of San Bernardino's most historic and exclusive neighborhoods. Over a dozen of your favorite smooth, urban, and standard jazz musicians. DW3, Makita, B.I.G., 
Michael Hagans, Sure Will, Vaughn Fahey, and a whole lot more. For ticket details, you can text JAZZ to 909-475-7787, or you can check in or Google IE Jazz Experience. That's the IE Jazz Experience Labor Day weekend. Here's a great place for something special. It's Porter's Prime Steakhouse in Ontario's Doubletree Hotel. The perfect place for dinner with friends or business clients. Enjoy their delicious U.S. prime beef or their wonderful seafood. You'll be happy with the different choices of tasty treats. Call 909-418-4808. Porter's Prime Steakhouse in the Doubletree Hotel at 222 North Vineyard in Ontario. That number again is 909-418-4808. If you are one of the millions of Californians who prefer to use affordable natural gas to heat your home and cook your food, you need to listen to this message. There are powerful national organizations and California bureaucrats who don't like natural gas or propane either. They want to prohibit Californians from using these affordable, reliable energy sources. They want Californians to rely solely on high-priced electricity. Don't let them take away your energy options. We are Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. Californians want affordable, reliable energy options that serve their family and business needs, not electric-only mandates. Learn more about how gas is fighting climate change, reducing smog, and helping keep California's economy strong. Visit www.c4bes.org and join us. Paid for by Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. I got through Cover California provides preventive care services at no additional cost. Man, that's like music to my ears. Now I don't have to wait until I need a doctor to see a doctor. I can get services like annual checkups, flu shots, both cancer and diabetes screenings without having to pay extra. That's definitely a song worth singing. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care. Visit CoveredCA.com to enroll or find free expert help. Open enrollment ends January 31st. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, 
a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call Westside Story Newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. All right, good morning. I hope that coffee was good. I hope you didn't put too much sugar in it. You know, we got to be concerned about our health. I know we're trying to make our appointments and be there on time, but it doesn't... Uh, always require that you go faster than the speed limit or try to run people over to get to the next spot in line where you have to wait. But since you've been waiting, we've got an answer for you this morning. I do have Mr. Lance Evboa. He's a young man. He's got a, uh, he's got a lot to offer. Uh, Lance, the reason you initially came to us to talk to us is about this basketball league, basketball, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, called a club basketball club basketball yeah for the youth okay and uh tell us a little bit about that how you got into it and when we say club basketball what are we talking about okay so pretty much in a nutshell club basketball pretty much at least my organization we have third grade through high school kids um we travel around the u.s or we travel around we try to basically put them in a situation uh, to get in front of college coaches and try to earn their scholarships from uh, third grade on, we're, third we're grade on. you know from at at a point of uh, enthusiasm by mom and dad, they see the kid able to dribble mm-hmm. that basketball three four years old, and they <laughs> they hear about these two hundred million dollar contracts, and, and they it. say, "Well, just in case, <laughs> <laughs> right? You got hey, you got to invest in them young." <laughs> there you go. So so. Uh, it's it's good discipline, good activity. It's not quite like banging heads like uh, football. Mm-hmm. So I can be enthusiastic about the idea, especially since I too have a grandson. You know, that's dribbling pretty good with both hands. Bring uh, him out. Four years old. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him on out. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it's a good activity. Uh, it, it's not expensive. Tell us more about why you're working with these uh, with these kids and and how, as you work with them, about the potential of being great at basketball, what other things are, are, are involved in that teaching. I uh, understand, too, that you are a teacher. Yes, yes. Teacher. So, yeah, I'm a teacher at, at ACA, Arrowhead Christian Academy. I'm right here in Redlands off t- Tennessee. Uh, but one of the big reasons why I got into coaching was just because um, myself as a kid, my, some of my best memories um, come from – you know my travel experience. You know, travel around with the guys, having fun in the hotels, and you kind of—it's kind of surprising because you know we you play a lot of games, but a lot of the best experiences are not, are not necessarily on the floor, but the things you guys do around it. You know, so kind of being, being able to provide something like that to the kids in Redlands, you know, and the kids in the Inland Empire, to me means a lot. You know, um, so that's kind of what's your personal basketball experience uh, that that you're reaching back to talk about now. What is that? Okay, so How long have you been playing? So with me, it's actually very yeah. unique. So okay. <laughs> so I actually played football in college. Um, I went to Renaissance Valley High School right here, uh, graduated in 2006. Um, we had a, had a very good career as far as basketball and football goes. Um, had a scholarship for, for both, but um, I chose my football scholarship to Arizona State. Okay. Um, I played there for two years. Um, our whole staff got fired. So then I transferred out to Texas El Paso, finished up my last two over there, um, played a little bit of, of arena football after. The year The year I graduated was the year of the lockout. Okay. So it was a very, very tricky time. Um, but then a buddy of mine was coaching in San, San Diego. Um, actually, another local guy out here. 
Um, he called me up, told me to come out there and work, work with him. I, I went out there, and of course it was San Diego. So from Texas to San Diego, you know, yeah. it's kind of a no-brainer. You know, you got the beaches, the nice, nice weather. So um, we go out there and um, start coaching the kids, and I fell in love instantly. So ever since then, I've been doing it. So now I'm about six years into it now, still going. So with the with the club basketball, what does that really mean for the number of kids that you work with, and and who do you play? And this travel that you talk about, how extensive is that? Um, so who we play, there's a, there's a significant amount of club teams in our area and just across the U.S. in general. Um, it's under AAU. Um, so I think in our area alone, just in a 20-mile radius, there's probably at least 25 teams out here. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody doing different things. Some clubs are smaller, just one or two teams, mom-and-pop teams. Some are big organizations that have, you know, up to 100 and 150 plus kids. Um, it's kind of just, it kind of just really falls on um, kind of what you can do, what you can handle, what you're used to. Um, so mine's in San Diego was was about 200 and something kids. We started from just 10 kids and slowly word of mouth and we grew. Um, so moving back here, started all over again and kind of re- rebuilding. Right now we're at about 100 plus kids right now. Now, as we consider teams, uh the way most folks look at them, you know, they're high school, they're college, uh, they're professional, and they are in a league. Uh, Is there a league that you play in, or do you guys independently set schedules? So so we independently set schedules. There are, however, there are some leagues. For some reason, it's not really popular in the Inland Empire as far as having club club leagues that meet once a week and play. Mm -hmm. But in San Diego, it was very popular. So when I first started, that was part of one of the big changes for me was – in San, San Diego, you put your teams in leagues, and then you play every week, and then on your down weekends, you play in the events. Whereas out here, there's really no leagues, and we just play in the events every weekend. That's, that's, uh, that's really interesting. Gives sounds right. like a lot of potential here. So once again, you say that here in the Inland Empire, there's about how many club uh, teams? About like? 20, 25 at least. Really? Yeah. And when you do have the tournaments, what, uh, what are the prizes that you're – participating? Uh, the prices can vary from anywhere from $100 for a one-day event to 300 400 500 Just really depends on the prestige of the event, uh, how long they've been hosting it, kind of what they're offering. So, for example, um, I take my high school kids to um, a showcase event where they charge about 600 but they're so playing per team to per, play. Per team. But and how many teams would be in a tournament like that? Oh, that one right there is... <laughs> We're looking at about at least 500 teams in that one right 500 there. teams at $500 apart. Oh, yeah. 500 yeah. teams, or you said $600. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do oh. the number. Yeah. Do, oh, okay. Yeah. So, you add that up pretty quick. <laughs> so, so there is potentially here uh, people that are very, very involved in sports, working with our kids in basketball, football, mm-hmm. tennis, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there's always, of course, the uh, – you know, the the mad, crazy father. Then there's, mm-hmm. you know, the uncle who may have a little more sense. And then there's a <laughs> coach who sees this as an opportunity to work with kids and help build character. Mm-hmm. And then there's someone else that uh, comes into this, and that's, that's the person who knows how to multiply good, mm-hmm. organize well, mm-hmm. find 500 people or 500 entities out there that are willing to pay them $600 oh, each yeah. to come mm-hmm. and participate to win what? Once as 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 your prize has come out, what's the experience? I'll tell you what. We need to take a break. Uh-huh. When we come back from the break, I'd like to talk, talk a little bit about the 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 prize that the cheer, the players okay. get as 
the experience of the mm -hmm. tournament, what it really means in terms of the competition, the camaraderie, and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and the travel experience. And then what is the prize that they get? Because we'd like to just talk about the ratio of the income against the outgo okay. and see and talk about what we usually talk about, the business of life. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm -hmm. and, and how people of character do it and how people of character can take enough charge to be sure that uh, the good thing and right thing is done okay. in, in, in each and every experience. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm talking with uh, Lance M. Bola, and he has, oh, he's, he's uh, of Nigerian heritage, uh, first generation Nigerian, determined that uh, eh, he could have gone and played with the Warriors. No, I'm making all this stuff. We're going to be right back, continue our conversation with this young man who is uh, involved in helping to mold our youth here in the Inland Empire as they go around the world beating up on other kids. On them. Not beating up on them, but reminding other kids that if you want to play good basketball, you need to come on out here to the Inland Empire. Very good. We'll be right back. I just learned that the health plan I got through Cover California provides preventive care services at no additional cost. Man, that's like music to my ears. Now I don't have to wait until I need a doctor to see a doctor. I can get services like annual checkups, flu shots, both cancer and diabetes screenings without having to pay extra. That's definitely a song worth singing. Covered California, it's more than just health care, it's life care. Visit CoveredCA.com to enroll or find free expert help. Open enrollment ends January 31st. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. What is the future direction of California? Where are we heading? What can I do to help shape California's future? Apply today to become one of 14 new commissioners in California's Citizens Redistricting Commission. This is a chance for all citizens from every walk of life and region in California to take part in creating district boundaries that serve the best interests of all our citizens, independent of any political influence or special interests. Apply now to become a commissioner. Visit shapecaliforniasfuture.auditor.ca.gov. Wallace Allen, Empire Talks Back. We're speaking to uh, Mr. Lance Eboa. He is a coach, a teacher, a businessman. Uh, 
I don't know. We may run him for election. Depends on how well this team is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, we're we're talking about um, these big basketball tournaments that mm -hmm. club organizations like yours go to. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, we're concerned about the experience that the kids get at mm -hmm. these tournaments. Um, how far do you travel for these tournaments? And and in particular, I think we were just speaking of one that may attract some 500 teams mm -hmm. that you know, pay their entry fee and, and go in and, 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 and I guess try to come away with the prize. What are the prizes? Um, so <laughs> the funny thing is there's actually no trophy for these events. Uh, there's really nothing outside of one big factor, and it's that you're playing in front of tons of scouts. So you'll see all the college scouts on the baseline in their, in their polos representing their schools all sitting there lined up in a row watching your, your kid play. So I guess the ultimate prize and the goal is is to play well enough to where one of the scouts like you, write your number down, and want to get you involved. Um, actually, just for my team, last year there was a kid of mine who who uh, made a little bit of noise, had a couple of schools reach out to, to him. So um, the money is, is pretty significant, but it's kind of worth it just for the ultimate goal of what you're trying to do for the kid. Helping the kids get to school. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, from that direction, this is then something that uh, can lead to the kids' college future. So you're saying this, say you take your high school kids there, mm -hmm. their college uh, coaches there, uh, who, who not coaches necessarily, but scouts mm -hmm. for those particular schools. What about their academics? As these coaches or scouts see these young, young players, uh, how do they – how do they react and how much support can they give them or do they give them or because we see right there at that level there's a mm -hmm. lot of money involved mm -hmm. well yeah I, I don't know if NCAA would allow that the coaches or the schools or the ones who are coming to pick from those kids because mm -hmm. as you say it's a big benefit for the kids yeah. to be in front of the, the but it's an awful ben great benefit for the uh, scouts to be able to go sit oh, down yeah. in one spot Oh, yeah. And watch all of these kids. But does the NCAA allow them to pay to, uh, say, sponsor something like that since it um, works ultimately for the NCAA? Well, I never hosted an event, so I don't know exactly what goes on well, on their we're side. We're help you host an event. So, <laughs> well, hey, so that's that, the goal. So, so that we can find these things out. Because uh, there's a lot of conversation about the uh, ruling body of yeah. amateur athletics. Uh, uh, still going and, on. <laughs> and how you know they are able to see that it's comfortable for people on the uh, promoter side to make mm -hmm. money mm -hmm. and the uh, performers, on the other hand, to go and pick, I mean, play for free. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a very fine line in the, in the, uh, in the well, athletics, NCAA and everything, just because, like you said, there's lots, it's, a, it's a big business, but you're dealing with minors. So it's a very delicate situation, but... Um, I know as far as with the grades, with the grades, um, that really much. There's really no way for the school well, the scout. So basically, the scout sees a player, he likes them, he'll follow up with the school, email the email the club coach, and kind of find out more about their grades to kind of see where they fall um, in eligibility with the, with the school. Um, now every club individually has their own rules on it. Um, mine's ours with with IU is with high school kids. We want to maintain a GPA high enough, so we our goal is to at least shoot for a 2.7, which puts them in a position where if they do decent on the SATs and ACTs, they'll qualify. Um, we also put all of our kids through the NCAA Clearinghouse, 
which pretty much makes them eligible. When so when scouts see them on the they see that, that that they're cleared, they're pretty much ready to go. Um, but that's when you just, say a two point seven. That's on a four point system. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a C plus. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. And that just basically puts them in a situation where they're not just. I see a lot, a lot of talented guys who can't get to college because their GPA wasn't, wasn't high enough. You know. How much support from your club organization are you able to provide? Academically for your students. Um, so we're actually clients. we're actually uh, in the process of now of applying for grants to start offering tutoring to our kids, mm -hmm. um, different programs that allow us to pretty much have tutors that come volunteer and help with the kids. Uh, we can't force the kids to come, of course, but we can always encourage them and their parents to bring them out. Uh, so that's the new program we're going to be starting here um, as we start this next season is providing tutoring, pro providing health and health and wellness classes as far as dieting and nutrition and kind of just really trying to bring that D1 experience to the kids and kind of, of this is what it takes when you're there. So if, you're, if you can prep for it now, you're mm -hmm. kind of more able to succeed as you go into the process. You spoke about how a scout would uh, reach out to the club mm -hmm. for more information. Now, what's been the experience with you and your organization uh, when, a, when a scout reaches out? What is, what is his? Uh, so, so it's funny. So I always tell parents what, what scouts normally ask for is not what most parents expect. That, you know, they would think <laughs> they're asking how many points does he average and how many blocks does he average. But really they're asking more about uh, how the kid is on and off the court. Kind of how's his attitude, how's his demeanor, how's the family members, how's because they they know when they recruit a kid, it's not just the kid they're recruiting the family and they're recruiting all sure. the bags that comes with it. So um, one of the big things that they always ask is how's he off the court? You know, is he a leader? Is he fun to be around? And then and the second thing is how's his work ethic? Is he a gym rat? Is he in the gym all the time, or is he just show up for practice, come and go? Um, and so those are probably the two biggest factors that they look at, at least that I've came across. Um, and then, of course, grades, of course, want to make sure that they're not recruiting a kid or wasting their time on somebody who can't make it anyways. The on-campus experience, uh, do you, how, how much of an opportunity do you have to follow up with your past club members as they go on to uh, college? Uh, mm -hmm. And what kind of uh, uh, percentage of them actually are able to use this basketball experience as the gateway to college, either for the fact that they get to college playing basketball, mm -hmm. or because of this desire to get to college, mm -hmm. basketball helped them did come up with the discipline and, and, and they move forward. What's, what's your experience with your Well, I always tell the kids it's, it's a blessing because um, the number one thing I always tell kids is, is I'm a numbers guy. Playing sports myself, playing in college, I understand that it's a very, very small percent. I think it's less than 3% of high school kids get scholarships, and then less than 1% of college athletes make, make it pro. So the number one thing is to teach these kids that one, it's not it's not NBA or nothing or NFL or nothing. It's it's free education. That's number one. So getting free schooling is always one of the biggest things. But then also just giving the kids a foundation that they can kind of live off of that kind of giving them that grit to kind of fight in life and kind of get them mo moving forward. Because as we all know, life's full of ups and downs. You know, a lot of things happen in life, but it's it tends to be the kids who can kind of who are more resilient that kind of can persevere through everything, kind of be more on the successful end of everything. So my big thing is, teach, is not just teaching basketball, but teaching kids about life in general. Well, one thing about basketball, it, it certainly gives you the opportunity to win and oh, lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in losing, you can often win because you gain some experience or some knowledge mm -hmm. if you – Oh yeah. Yeah. So you get a shot at you know. Let's do this again. <laughs> right? Exactly. So th so that's that that that's real good. 
what is the thing that you need most support for uh, that you seem that, that you would see as you're lacking in 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 this uh, chain um, that you're working with here? With us, with IU in general, I would say funding. We're a nonprofit, and the reason why I say funding NCAA is, is a nonprofit too, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so we they say start off with we're nonprofit doesn't indicate that you can't make money. Oh no. no okay. No. So I know in your case you were saying it to say we don't have money, but I I also want to make it clear that not having money is not because you are a nonprofit. Oh no, no. It's because that hasn't been. Well, we have yeah. money, but the 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 big thing is is our demographic here in the, in the in the in the IE is a little bit you know different than San Diego and Carlsbad, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so my big thing is, and our mission statement is not turning down any kid based on not being able to pay. So what is the fee for participating in club uh, So for my for my club, I mean, every club is different, the way they word it, the way they do it. Mine is a, is a flat fee of 120 a month, um, and that covers the tournament fees, that covers the practice fees, that covers basically all one set price. I know some other clubs go like 85 a month or 50 bucks a month, but then you pay per tournament, you pay for everything separately. For me, I don't want to keep collecting you know, mm-hmm. three times a month, so it's one set fee um, that kind of covers – the whole month, um, but really, what it is is three sixty-five for a season. Every season is about three months, so we give everybody um, the ability to pay one twenty a month mm-hmm. on a payment plan. I was told by my parents were coming up, couldn't just write write a check for that and just throw it out there. So, give them a payment plan, and like I said, in our demographic, there's, there's tons of kids who can't afford it, but still, we kind of find ways to make it so work. So, how much how much time does that occupy per month? As far as I mean, for I mean, I pay the one twenty mm-hmm. a month. How much time does my child get on the court? Okay. Uh, uh, exposure to your program. So what they're getting um, for the one twenty a month, what they're getting is two tournaments, sometimes three, just based on what's going on, what what events going on per month. Per month, yeah, okay. per month. So pretty much two weekends out of the month, sometimes three, three weekends. They're getting two practices um, every week for an hour and a half, sometimes three. Um, and then we also offer personal training, group group lessons, and also a shooting gun machine where they can come at any time and get some shots up. Where would these tournaments be? Are they local or where? Yeah, there's some right here in Corona. Um, one of the biggest places, fortunately for us, is Orange County in the Garden Grove area. That's so when the, it's time for your team to travel, how does your how do they travel? Um, do we get these limos? You know, big, <laughs> big, big long limos. That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal, right? You know, stretch limo, everybody hop in, let's go. Uh, no, for the most part, I mean, the parents bring, because we're dealing with, with minors. So the parents would still yeah. drive the kids to the... Uh, yeah, the parents would bring them. If the parents need help, they'll call, call another parent or they'll ask the coach. Uh, typically, I always bring a couple of kids with with me who who need help because you know parents are working and whatnot. Um, but a bulk of the events are in Orange County. That's kind of one of us getting lucky being in California. That's one of the hot spots for tournaments. So, with your tournament schedule, uh, it's, as we spoke earlier, you talk about the travel and, and mm. kind of in, you know indicated that that would be some in some cases out of state travel. Yeah. And where do you, how far do you go or how far uh, So you been? right now, the furthest we've been right now, of course, like everybody goes to is Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas is a big one. Um, Arizona. Um, but, of course, getting to the point where we, where we could travel to Portland and travel to Texas because we're sponsored by Adidas, uh, which is one of the fortunate things. Now, kids like it because it's like, oh, Adidas gear, we're sponsored. To me, the biggest thing is playing in the, playing in the Adidas gauntlet. You know, being sponsored opens up 
um, a whole other tournament series being sponsored by Adidas. And that one, they, they, they travel to about five different locations mm-hmm. every year. Um, and it rotates every year. So I know it's like Texas, uh, Portland's one of the main places, Orange County, Las Vegas. So pretty much uh, getting to a point. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Where we can travel elite kids to these tournaments and plan for the more and more scouts and increase their odds of winning scholarships. Excellent. So we have discussed uh, a lot of the important parts of it. We've talked a little bit about the young folk uh, beyond basketball, off the court. Uh, We're going to come back and we're going to discuss the business of these basketball leagues, tournaments, tournaments, uh, and see what the future of that is for our kids here in the Inland Empire and how we may associate you with some of the other organizations and groups and find out who you're who you're in a chain with now mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be back to discuss that and if you got some questions uh, write them down i don't know if we'll get to ask you but if you want to call in you can do that it's 909 uh, se- what, is, what is it 792-5222 very good <laughs> happy birthday cousin sandra Having a little issue here with uh, with memory, but you know how that is. No, you wouldn't know. You're seeing the whole thing, you know, the, the whole thing. Happy birthday, Cousin Sandra. Uh, we'll also be celebrating uh, Granny Goose's birthday this afternoon. Uh, uh, Granny Goose, she knows who she is. Everybody that should know knows. And all of you guys ought to remember that that's my mother. We'll be back right after this break. <laughs> Hey, I just learned that the health plan I got through Cover California provides preventive care services at no additional cost. Man, that's like music to my ears. Now I don't have to wait until I need a doctor to see a doctor. I can get services like annual checkups, flu shots, both cancer and diabetes screenings without having to pay extra. That's definitely a song worth singing. Covered California, it's more than just health care, it's life care. Visit CoveredCA.com to enroll or find free expert help. Open enrollment ends January 31st. What is the future direction of California? Where are we heading? What can I do to help shape California's future? Apply today to become one of 14 new commissioners in California's Citizens Redistricting Commission. This is a chance for all citizens from every walk of life and region in California to take part in creating district boundaries that serve the best interests of all our citizens, independent of any political influence or special interests. Apply now to become a commissioner. Visit shapecaliforniasfuture.auditor.ca.gov. 
Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. Am I on the air? Hey, you guys, take me fine. Uh, go get the song. I was trying to get our guy to do this. Listen, it's called The Right Time at the Right Place, and Dr. John did it, and it's just a funky little song, and I just felt like hearing a little bit of it if we can do something like that because mm-hmm. we are in the right place at the right time. Um, we have the ability to, to set a, a nice track road path for our young people, Athletics is part of it. Uh, certainly academics has got to be part of it. And who benefits when we have smart people around? Uh, who benefits when our politicians are all educated so well that it doesn't really matter who we elect? Boy, wouldn't that be a great requirement. I, <laughs> I heard somebody talking about requiring. Well, anyway, I, I, the best thing is that we require and make and provisions for everybody to get a good education. Everybody that plays basketball, mm-hmm. All of your students, like you say, the percentage of the likelihood of them getting to play pro ball is very, mm-hmm. very and low. And a lot of... How do you, if I, what made you decide to go into this level of business as well as teaching school? Um, well, being an educator, period. I mean, I think for, for me, just working with kids... Like I said, I always think about, like I said, when I was a kid and what I went through and my experiences. Like I said, I was born and raised in Rialto, moved to Redlands, and kind of be able to see kind of both sides and kind of see where I was at. And like I said, all my funnest memories, my best memories, my hardest memories, everything kind of came somehow through sports. Okay. So, like I said, that kind of steered me into, okay, you know what, let me – let me give back, you know, kind of kind of going to school, learning what I learned, playing, playing at a higher level, you know, let me teach these kids that it's not as easy as Steph Curry makes it look, you know, coming right. to the gym and jacking right. up a three, right. you know. Right. So mm-hmm. that's kind of was kind of my motivator was giving back to the kids and letting them know, like, hey, yes, you know, if you want to do it, everything's possible, but it's going to take lots of work. Well, it would appear that success in, in, in an organization like yours would be to find a young kid who's really good and to help polish him up and, you know, and get him all the way to the point of by the time he's in 10th or 11th grade, he's got, you know, five or six schools mm-hmm. looking at him and he's doing well academically. What about those other kids? Um, what, what is the thing that they need that's going to help round out that, that experience? Because certainly all of them are not even going to stay in your club organization, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. through a long, that long period of time. Well, the, me- the the way you measure success, I think every club measures it slightly different. Um, and I say that because some clubs don't even take kids who are beginners. 
some kids, some clubs only take the elite top kids, you know. So for 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 me and Redlands right here and IU, we don't measure our success off of the kids getting to college or not because, like I said, that's a that's something that if a kid's talented enough and he's got a given talent and got given height, you can't coach height. You know, if he has, if he's six seven, six ten, I mean, he's probably gonna get a scholarship. You know, you, so. you mean you mean taking a kid in the backyard and tying him to the rack and turning him upside down? <laughs> that doesn't hey, work. No, no, no. Oh, let me make a few <laughs> calls here. This is kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, ahead. the way we the way the way we kind of measure our success for me, like I said, is just kind of impacting every kid. You always can tell when the kid's having a good experience, when the kid's having a good time, and just watching kids grow, you know, that's kind of how we measure our success because if I get a kid who can't make a layup and all of a sudden he's making layups, making good passes, playing good bad basketball, to me to me, that, that, that that's a success versus even just a kid who I just never coached ever in my life, but he came to my club and he's already ready to go and he helps me win games, scholarship to me. Yes, that feels good as a coach, as a program, as something I could put as an accolade, but how much did I really impact that kid? Probably not as much as the kid who won't even play college ball, but came a long way. So, The, um, the thing that's hard to get away from, and we don't want to get away from it, we really want to use all of this general good conversation, good common sense to get over to something that doesn't really represent much common sense. Mm -hmm. It simply represents a tradition and a, tr a tradition that reflects really back to the beginnings and the, the morals that mm -hmm. helped start America. And it's that's to utilize, misutilize the labor of others to enrich oneself. Mm -hmm. uh, many have regarded the, even the large, super large contracts that athletes get as something that says, well, you're still slaving. You're still <laughs> entertainment, uh, it, it's, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of places where people agree and disagree. But I think one of the strongest areas that they agree and disagree on is how college athletes, high school athletes, college in particular, create a tremendous cash flow mm -hmm. and wealth for colleges. Mm -hmm. And these young men, young women, are not allowed to oh, yeah. let's let, let's say this. Uh, I'm a journalist. My my son been working with camera all his life, and mm. say he gets to college and he's got a college scholarship. Now he can't continue his photography in his mm -hmm. name and make any money at it, a mm. career that he's already been doing because the NCAA would say that he's a professional mm -hmm. and doesn't deserve to make any money. Yeah. Meanwhile, the coaches, you know... Are racking in millions. Racking in <laughs> millions and millions, and, and NCAA, yeah. at least the coaches are coaching. The people that are administering NCAA, mm -hmm. their whole thing seems to be to oh, hold yeah. down. That's their job is oh, to hold yeah. everybody down and take in billions of dollars. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's their whole... Their whole thing is how do I write this off, how do I make this look like this? And to me, I mean, being a college athlete, that's something that, that's been in talk since I was in college, since way before I was even in high school. So um, do I agree with it? No. I mean, I remember days, like you said, um, barely having enough money to eat food, um, asking my roommate, like, hey, let's put a dollar in, I put a dollar in, let's go buy something to eat real quick and split it in half. Um, my math isn't really super, super good. So I'm going to put some of this down here. Right. We, we spoke <laughs> earlier of a tournament that may have $600, $600 per team. And at least 500 teams. And at least 500 teams. Mm -hmm. So that, and that's times three. 
man, that's about $3 million. Challenge you. That's a tournament, about $3 million. That, now, but once again, this is a tournament, 500 team. Please multiply it out. Don't, don't just turn your head on me. Tell me the truth. Figure it out for me, please. Multiply that out. 600 times 500. Huh? Yeah. yeah. It's not about three million. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a okay, math well, person. Okay, well that's that's good. <laughs> I just added a zero. Well, okay. So you said six six hundred. Six hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred. So you already got four like, zeros. Like thirty thousand. So down right there would be ten. You know, in the ten thousand range. So it might be three hundred thousand, but my it's not about three million. I think it's about. If I had to guess, I'm guessing about thirty, forty thousand. I'm about thirty thousand. I'm guessing. Thirty. Yeah, this is I'm just guessing that I don't have really a calculator. Mm -hmm. But but that's thirty thousand in one weekend. That's or three hundred thousand in one weekend or whatever it is when it's lost, I, a lot of money. I'll, I'll wait till he gets off of the I'll wait till he gets off. That's three if that's three million, I can host an event no, now. No, I need three million. Well, every 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 two five hundreds is a thousand and a thousand thousand is a million. How much say it was? What's the verdict? Three hundred thousand. Okay. Ooh, so if you said. if you want to cheat me, now's <laughs> a good time it. to come cheat me. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. Well, it's a lot of money, but you. Well, here's here's the issue. That would be probably not a lot if we were issuing uh, plaques and prizes to the winners Ooh. and things of that sort. But let me ask again, what kind of uh, prizes do the kids... As far as prizes go, the kids, we walk out of there, you can win every game and walk out. I'm not saying, okay, I mean, that, nothing. That, that, uh, that's, that's... But that's, now they say... Is there a hotel expense? Maybe you guys are spending nope. the night at the hotel. No. Nope. Well, uh, what they say is... What, what about the food table? What about the food? I, uh, I, they, you, they probably feed you guys look, real it, good. It costs money to get in, <laughs> just to get into the gym, on top of paying that fee. Cause, well, not for the player, for the parents. It's like 10, 15 bucks just to get in for the day. The food, you know, a water, a little water bottle, looking like five, five bucks a pop. I mean, it's it's it's, it's pretty it's, expensive. It's it's America. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm, it's a, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not mad. What are you trying to add up? I'm on the mic. We've added it up. <laughs> I mean, no, I, what I, my I, whole I, thing is, no, you're no, not adding up costs because even though I'm not in that in that field, but I'm quite sure you got you got to pay for the space. You're gonna have yeah. to pay for the referees. Uh -huh. They don't do that stuff for free. I mean, I can go down and start adding up costs just in a business aspect. So I really don't think there's a whole lot of money to be made, but the little that there is will probably, you know, three hundred thousand. Um, okay, let's let's not over concentrate on this well, yeah. because we're we're talking really about NCAA. Your program. No, we're talking about NCAA. We're also talking about access to money and mm. how much do the kids really get out of it we've already determined from the business side that the, the number one beneficiary out of this as a group and organization are the scouts because now they're able to come sit in one spot and scout these kids mm -hmm. and i'm glad to talk about the business angle yeah yes. it does cost money well, let's talk about the scouts right but i tell you what <laughs> we hadn't even talked about the entry fee money I mean, the entry fee money, but uh, the aunts and uncles that have to come in and, and, and pay. Mm -hmm. And yes. we haven't talked about the hot price of the hot dogs and how all that goes. Yes, he's making money. I'm not mad about any of that because we're gonna, we want to do the same thing. It's what you do with the money. Yeah, you have to pay people. But I'm going back to the use of our 
high energy with our student mm-hmm. athletes as the basis for collecting money, which is fine, mm-hmm. but the kids don't get any of it and they need it. They have futures that they have to look forward to. We've already determined that more than 90% of these kids will not get a college scholarship. Mm-hmm. They are playing basketball. They are paying for it. They are all exposed to it. They will not get a college scholarship, but they are generating this cash flow. I'm mm-hmm. simply saying that unlike the slave who had no conversation about it, no right to get paid any mm-hmm. of it as far as they were concerned, over to the free person who for now whatever Jim Crow type reasons or, mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, or acceptable capital, uh, tradition, capitalistic traditions, uh, those things are what we are examining now from as we have our politicians talk about health care, mm-hmm. as we talk about this long-standing conversation about should athletes be paid, and that's what we're really—that's what I would really Being like paid to focus when? on. Now, well, in college, yeah, oh. college. That's oh. a tough one. Like oh I said. no, no, that's great. That's not a tough one. I'm, I'm finally no. glad to find somebody willing to sit in front of me and justify this. We're going to be right back, and as <laughs> I roll up my sleeves and sharpen up my cue to find out how in the world someone could say to me and to you that these college athletes should not be compensated for their ability to make billions of dollars for there these schools. Be, there, we'll there be right be back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. Okay, this is Empire this is Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen, and uh, Tammy's come in here to rile things up. Tammy's going to justify for us why student athletes don't deserve. No, why don't you tell me why you think they do so I can counteract. Well, one is because I'm counting how good an attraction they are, first of all, because their attractiveness on the field of performance, whether it be football or basketball, helps determine the amount of cash flow going into the stadium or the court, which ultimately ends up in the hands of the colleges or the other slave master, masterminds, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> master race, in many cases, is a, is a real attitude that we're dealing with because we find that these athletes, when we move them up to the high school, college, we start finding that schools that don't have any diversity anywhere in the campus have it now on the field. That's the only place where they've got diversity, they're athletes. That's mm-hmm. the only place where, where you've got students there that could be pointed at to say they're on scholarship. And, and I don't know, uh, okay. uh, hold on, I'm not finished. Uh, let's, let's add some order to this. Uh, Lance, does this make any sense to you? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. So um, we're, talking, we're talking now about not only the, the, the yeah. students who don't I'm get talking. paid, the student athletes who don't get paid, and how familiar they appear to be looking like 
the people who didn't get paid when America was built as they got built. Okay. The extension of slavery, the, entrance, <laughs> the, the extension of racism, the extension of a master race when control. When can I jump in? <laughs> Can I jump in? I feel like we're doing this um, jump well, rope, and I'm on the side trying to jump in. Jump in. Yeah, I'm double dutching. Double when am I going to jump in? in? Jump in. Okay, first of all, <laughs> you're dealing with a lot of different areas. Now, when you talk to me, I'm going to go back in history, and I'm going to readdress some things since you wanted to go back there to slavery. First of all. Oh, slavery was cool. Okay. No, no, no. I didn't say that, but listen. Well, listen. Listen. First of all, college is what's called a biz. Ness. Now, in that business of high, wait, wait a minute now. I'm, I'm I ain't jumping. I ain't jumping now. I'm when in the business of playing that, we already can set the scope of the business. Oh, but see, we here's can already what, accept oh, no, and set the no, scope set. of slavery. Let me, let me we can set the scope okay. of. We can set the scope. Did I jump in? Did I jump in? Yeah, but you missed. The no, pool. no, you no. But you're not letting me. You're not letting you me finish the pool. my. You landed on you the cement. You did not Your let me finish everywhere. my. You didn't let me finish my. It's, it's not. Are you about, gonna let me finish? Not necessarily. Is he gonna let me finish? If you're gonna leave my children, <laughs> off, if you're gonna leave them off the cliff, he ain't gonna let me finish, y'all. I'm not gonna let you finish. He ain't gonna let me finish because you're not knowing where I'm getting ready to go. We'll go there. Okay, because first of all, first of all, you're talking about this diversity thing. Now let me share something here. We have you don't HBC. Think diversity should take no, stop. We have HBCUs who are recruiting our kids just as hard as some of these other schools. We're talking about basketball and athletes. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop. Go no, ahead. He ain't gonna let me. He ain't gonna let me get <laughs> in the way I need to get in. None of these kids that are going to these okay. not one of these I'm kids tired. that are going to a basketball I'm club tired. camp is looking to look forward to go to an HBC. Am I correct? Why? Why? Why are because, they? Because they, the HBC is not playing the level of basketball that leads these guys. Congenial. But you not. But you won't let me talk. That's because when okay, you spend see, your time, you're not talking not about. That's not fair, right? That's not fair. Okay, oh, here's let me. These let athletes me, should be okay, treated fair. Okay, I'm supposed if to let fairness let take place in, in the conversation. If you're not going to let me get in my answer, then there was no reason. If there fairness no doesn't take place in the, in the act that we're talking about, you guys, about, Wallace I wants to dominate the conversation with his belief. He Wallace don't want to listen. He does not want to listen to where I'm going to go with this conversation. Okay, you got five minutes. I'm going to be quiet for five minutes. Your point is this. Okay, let me share something with you. We have the power to do what it is that we want to do. You jumped into an institution that was not diversified on the outside. You have colleges out there that are HBCUs that are willing to recruit our people. And if they all went there, they would dominate the stage anyway. But no, we go for the glitz and the gory because everybody else has paid $65, $75 for an admission ticket to get denied to go to a school. So it builds up your whole marketing plan. It's just not basketball that does that. The hype comes from marketing. It's a business. But if you would shuffle the marketing to the other side, everybody would turn it off. If everybody sat up there and said, hey, we're not going to go to this school, that school, that school, this school, and this school, because guess what? If we all 20 went over to this school, we're going to dominate anyway. But we're not looking like that. We're jumping on this when we could have been making this if we had swapped and went on the other side anyway to the schools that are begging to have you and begging to build up that plan. But now you in a school that really ain't diversified. And now you want to holler and prank up on a business that whooped your buddy in anyway. So you need to play by the rules of the engagement or set your own rules before you take your butt up in there. Because here's the thing. You go into a contract knowing the rules. 
No, you can't come out talking about, Man, this is what I just said. No, you signed it. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Ask the American Indian about the quality of a signed, sealed, delivered treaty, and we'll get back to this conversation. In terms of fairness, when you start talking to me about business, mm. and we're discussing a business that, once again, you say it's a contract, the players don't get to change contracts unless they are first, number one, high level. Coaches, organizations change the contracts. You have the rights to, to say, no, I'll go to another school. That's I the contract. Understand, understand, when you discuss those rights, that, that, that's well and good. I think, the important, I think the important thing that you, the the important well, thing like that you said, the important <laughs> thing that you said was create and start your own rules. This is why I'm going back over to this young man who has a club group, an organization, and an opportunity to set some rules at a local level that are gonna include an education for our kids that goes beyond the, uh, the, the thing that occurs when you get lucky, get on campus, find that you are still under the rules that don't make any sense, that don't do anything make to- you cannot, tell me about the young men here who are getting shot in America who tried to make their rules by running away with their I'm hands up. No, we're not. We're talking about we're talking things about that, basketball. Tammy, Tammy, <laughs> I love you. But, love some, you but, sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes your, your, your scope gets much shorter than the obligation course, that we are. Ob agree with but there's an, ob of course, and that's, that's, that's the point. <laughs> It doesn't agree because I'm, I'm trying to think long term. I understand why it's important for you to make sure that tomorrow is good. Mm -hmm. We all have to do that in order for the long term to have any effect. But I've been here a long time, mm -hmm. and I hope to be here a longer time. Mm -hmm. And all of that to me says that if we don't do more to give our children some vision beyond the thing that is being marketed to them, mm -hmm. then we are going to continue to be the subject of other people's marketing and yeah, be their consumer. Mm -hmm. uh, that some people are happy being that because that represents a climb, an increase. They moved on up. Mm -hmm. They can now consume Cadillacs instead of uh, uh, Pintos. Mm -hmm. But then there's some of us who say it's good to create the thing that others consume. One of those things that we can claim right now is the athleticism, the ability to draw a crowd, mm -hmm. and should be able to have the ability to control the stadium as well. Mm -hmm. So that we are making money that we can not just have, but as we see now, it's not the problem of making money, it's the distribution of the money. We talk mm -hmm. about retribution, we talk about what's not being done. We do the work. Mm -hmm. Women do the work, they don't get paid like men do. Mm -hmm. it, but that's important. And, and everything that occurs to get to that is very important. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed with what you're doing. The idea, as usual, is to try to put some direction on it that mm -hmm. uh, as a person who likes to control his view, control the atmosphere, control the opinion at a radio show. I'm not ashamed to say that. That's why I do one every week. I'm trying to influence <laughs> how people feel. I, mm -hmm. And I understand that other people have feelings. I see those feelings on the freeway every day. Mm -hmm. Some people are willing to go nuts, jump off crazy just because they got a powerful car. Many of us just use the freeway because we want to get from one place to the other with a point and a purpose and a time of being there. Mm -hmm. So, But everybody's got a right. My point again is you're working with our kids. Mm -hmm. What is it that we can do to help make it better for you? You were saying sponsors, and uh, if, you, if, we, if we allow one kind of sponsor to be the only one that's accessible to you, then you're kind of stuck and going that direction. 
with the sponsorship that uh, we can offer, that being in the organization with Tammy and those businesses, mm -hmm. they could help uh, order it in another direction. Mm -hmm. uh, what can we do to help? Um, like I said, the biggest thing that we need in our program, like I said, is just sponsoring those kids who, who come from families who can't afford it. That's probably one of the biggest things. Like I said, is, is I have a few buddies of mine who own companies who, who've helped out. Um, outside of that, probably comes out of our own pocket. Uh, mine or my other assistant named Coach Sean, he's not here right now, Sean Baker. But one of us two are taking a hit for it. Um, so right now, probably that'll be one of the big, biggest things. I'm, like I said, I'm trying to create a program called D, called the D1 Experience, okay. which, which, which will also allow pretty much to put a certain – Basically, would allow a certain team or two to go through, basically how it is in college, from from you, traveling, from you know the whole thing. You spoke earlier of uh, seeking some grants in order to help mm -hmm. pay for some tutoring. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, would that that would be one of the things that exactly. you too in terms of volunteers for your tutoring program? Mm -hmm. How can people get in touch with you, Lance, in order to be uh, an extension of this program for you? Phone oh. number. Email. Oh yeah, phone number, email. You can call me at 909-890-6539. Call or text. You can email me at ieubasketball@gmail.com. Um, easily accessible. Um, up early, <laughs> up late. Okay. Um, so once again, you can call me at 909-890-6539, or you can email me at ieubasketball@gmail.com. Uh, who's your? Oh, yeah. In terms of your your. Graduates, uh, do we have any big name people? Did uh, LeBron come through your t your thing? Oh, uh, well, or... right now we're actually going through our first wave of seniors because starting, so I was doing it in San, San Diego, so my That's all right. my young boys came up. But then I, then I moved out here to start all over again. So we're just hitting it right now. Where we have some pretty nice, talented players who who are involved, who are at the local high schools. We have. Um, we have Jalon. We have Nico. Where do you um, Where do your teams uh, practice? Uh, um, we practice at Citrus Valley High School, really at all the high schools here in, here in Redlands. So either RHS, uh, Rev, um, Is there Valley. anything coming up that you could invite the public to to come out and see? Uh, right now. Maybe we have girls. We have girls. We have girls. Um, no events really coming up now. We just, we, we just had trials two weeks ago. So we're gearing up right now to kind of make the rosters and, and the tournaments. Uh, we have girls. We have about... I'll say now we have about 25 girls in our program right now. We have a seventh grade team, an eighth grade team, and a freshman high school team. Uh, very talented girls out there as well. Um, well, Coach, we're going to invite you to, you know, keep us abreast of what's going on, and I do want to continue the, the move mm -hmm. of introducing you and associating you with some of the other people that are doing good work. I want to remind people that next Saturday, August 24th, from 10 to 2 in, uh, at Towngate Park in Marino Valley, going to be having the African-American Family Reunion. And believe me, folks, I don't care what color you are or shades or condition of your face. If you show up and say you're family, you're going to be family. Ain't nobody going to be. How can we tell if you say you're there? So African-American Family Reunion, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., free admission, free food, and refreshments going to be line dancing, community resource information vendors. Hey, you're going to have fun. Don't forget it. 10 a.m., 2 p.m. at Town Bay Park. That's on Ellingsworth Avenue, Ellsworth Avenue in Marino Valley. All right, folks, we'll be looking for you next week under two circumstances. One, good Lord willing, two, 